thank you for the organizers for inviting us. Uh, with me, I have my colleagues Lisa and Veronica also in the audience. So if you want to talk more, you get uh, much more information from them than me. But anyhow, uh, I'm excited to talk about a bit uh, the journey we as Elisa, a very old telecommunications company we have had while innovating new businesses. And, uh, but let me start by introducing Elisa a little bit, and uh, then I will walk you through uh, how we started to innovate to the new digital service businesses some 10 years ago, and uh, how we then learned uh, to improve our innovations capabilities with lean startup practices, and uh, uh, we go from that. Uh, for the first uh, 140 years ago, a engineer called Daniel Vaden, he brought the telephone innovation to Helsinki, Finland, just uh, after Alexander Graham Bell invented it. And uh, experimenting that technology five years, he grounded the company, 1882, and that's the Elisa today. So we are a 135-year company, and the first 100 years, we basically uh, had our mission to bring the telephony service for everybody. Then in the mid-80s, there was more connectivity businesses coming uh, to uh, uh, to be available for our customers to be offered, so we are more integrated uh, telecom company. And uh, uh, in the beginning of this uh, uh, 2000, we got more into broadband business to help people to get more access to World Wide Web, Internet. Uh, at that time, many telecom operators, especially in Europe, they got into the idea of growth by acquiring other telcos in other countries. We draw the conclusion very quickly that it's not going to create shareholder value. It's nice. CEO is in a bigger company, it would be nice, customers would be quite happy, but no value for shareholders. So then we came into the question that, okay, how should we grow then? And that came, uh, uh, then 2006 came the idea that, hey, we need to go and divert to digital service businesses, which we saw that there will be uh, more and more coming and more opportunities for us. Just want to highlight also that uh, uh, in many other respects, we are different telecom companies you used to know. Uh, for example, for mobile data that is booming at the moment, uh, we really have pioneered from the early days an unlimited data plans. So our customers really love, they don't need to try to find Wi-Fi everywhere, they just consume as much as they like. We make our money by uh, having different speed tiers, and uh, it is a really true win-win situation. But it's totally different from the other operators. Also, uh, as I said, uh, we didn't entertain the cross-border acquisitions as our growth strategy, and it has proven to be pretty good if we look at the lot of the write-offs that our colleagues have done after buying too expensively some other businesses, some other telcos in other countries. Also, uh, lead, from, lead from that, we have a bit stronger focus on digital service businesses, whereas my colleagues in several other European telco companies the CEO and his management team, they are focusing on tel telco business in some countries here and some countries there. We don't have that luxury because we are only in two countries and fo very focused. But myself, my management team, we have had much more time to focus on how we really innovate with the new digital service businesses. Uh, then, uh, if we start from the beginning of uh, this uh, 2006, something like that, when we started to go more for the uh, uh, innovations with digital service businesses. Uh, 
our passions really was to find that what are the customer frustrations and what are the needs and even though we know a lot of technology, we try to be very customer driven. We, went, we made observations, we were scanning and looking at how the customers are doing things and where we could bring some uh, uh, solution as digital service businesses. And that was a lot of fun. We found great ideas. We started a lot of uh, ventures. Also, we were very focused on uh, trying to get more agile with our service development, not only for the software development, uh, but also in other respects to be more agile. And of course, the passion to be that, hey, we will build uh, a, a great new business for Elisa alongside with our telco business, which is doing just uh, very well. But then uh, we, after starting and getting traction and some nice businesses, we got also a lot of challenges. For example, uh, we totally noticed that uh, there is some learning loops missing. Um, we, we had our opinions driving too much the uh, decision making and uh, there was not really fact-based learning and experimentation, really true acid tests with customers. Too slow learning. Second thing was uh, that after that, of course, that we were prematurely, prematurely scaling the businesses, which led also to the problems that uh, uh, that we put too much resources. We also get, gave too early our Elisa brand in Finland, which is a well-known brand. We gave too early for our startups the brand for their help, and also too early our channels to help their sales. So we got a bit bad picture of whether that new idea, a new uh, uh, business would be itself really competitive because they got so much, uh, so much support from the existing business. That was all wrong. And of course, we were also running much too high burn rates with our new uh, innovations teams. Uh, also leading then to a third problem that uh, we found it very difficult to kill the, the uh, teams and or, or the businesses that we had started. It was too difficult to pivot to other, other areas because, of course, our teams uh, still with our culture had uh, too much uh, fear to admit that we failed. This is not going to lead anywhere. Uh, also, the management team member from my, my management team who was uh, coaching, he was afraid to admit that, hey, we have a failure here. And, of course, we had spent so much money that we thought, we thought that, hey, we really cannot stop since we have spent so much money. But all kind of wrong uh, uh, wrong ways, but really a big challenge to us. And also, the uh, overall, the uh, the kind of clock speed was too uh, slow, and uh, uh, we found that there was uh, difficulties to really find true entrepreneurs leading and and making sure that we are passionate of of learning and then pivoting and and uh, changing direction and and uh, having really a fast learning loop. So those were the challenges we started to encounter after 10 years when we started to uh, innovate more. We got uh, some nice businesses which uh, had a lot of help from our uh, customer base and our existing good telco business in Finland, but the true uh, breakthroughs we still hadn't uh, found that stage. And uh, uh, we then became also familiar with the lean startup practices and we thought that, hey, this is something that which could really really uh, help us. And uh, uh, in addition to many other things, uh, one particular framework, which is, I, I guess, 
familiar to many of you, McKinsey's uh, uh, Three Horizon framework really has helped us to, to start to classify the businesses to H3, H2 and H1 businesses. So that the H3 business really being the startup of the really new venture, which is only, only mission is to be lean and find the growth engine. Nothing else, the growth engine and prove the growth engine with really minimal investments, minimum, minimal resources, but a very good team. Uh, the H2 being the, the, the venture having uh, uh, already found the growth engine, but uh, now looking for the profit engine. And then the H1 business, which has both already found and then tries to scale and, and create a lot of profit. And since we are a company with 145 years of H1 business, it's a really uh, big cultural thing to lead and have the cult management culture, leadership and everything, the measurements, metrics and all that for H1, uh, H3 and H2 businesses. So that, that one framework helped us really to try to understand and, and, uh, and move on better. But of course there was uh, more uh, other things that we tried to uh, apply when, when uh, applying lean startup concepts. One is of course uh, to really have a bit more idea generation in order to have a lot of failures. If we have only few ideas, people tend to stick with them and, and uh, you don't pivot, but you have much more wider collection of uh, ideas and you orchestrate it better. That's, that has been one learning we have uh, taken into use. Also the rigorous lean startup principles from uh, all the te terminologies and, and uh, practices of M MVPs and so forth. Also very, very important of uh, 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 to, uh, to uh, have, have uh, the pivotal perseverance meetings and things like that. Very important to, to not to put H1 kind of uh, metrics to our lean startup teams. Uh, for example, uh, we started to be less uh, focused on revenue development for H3 teams uh, with the help of these practices. Also, uh, we had very much focus on learning. So that uh, for eight, especially for H3 uh, teams now, the main driver and main metric is that are they learning? And, and is there validated learning? And uh, also taking out the fear of, of uh, failures so that it's, it's good to fail and have uh, good learnings instead of trying to uh, you know, move ahead without, uh, without good uh, results. Uh, and, and of course, it's about speed of learning as well. So it's not that who knows uh, most, but it's the, the fact is uh, that who can learn the fastest and how can we make ourselves to be more effective in learning. Those kind of things were clearly something that uh, with our 140, 35 years of uh, H1 business, we were used to do a bit differently. And now we started to have this kind of uh, practices to our our uh, innovations uh, uh, and business creation of new, new businesses. Also, we found that it's uh, uh, because earlier we, we started to uh, look at the world very open-minded, uh, open 360 degrees uh, of uh, opportunities with customer frustrations. We now noticed that we need to focus on certain areas in order to accumulate the learnings so that we have uh, different ventures, but pretty much on, on four business domains. And uh, that at least has helped us to, to start to accumulate the learning and have more synergies between the different uh, uh, businesses. Well, uh, finally, uh, 
the, the strong learnings uh, or, or uh, summary for, for what we have uh, gained as a kind of uh, telco who is doing a really successful uh, telecom business. It is not growing so much, but it's creating value for our shareholders. Uh, the past uh, 14 years, our, our performance has been uh, better than the industry. But since we don't have growth on that side, we, we need to be better and do uh, in the digital service businesses. So far, we have 15% uh, more than 15% of our revenues are with the new digital service businesses. But of course, the target is to have 100 and then 200 and 300% in the digital service businesses. But uh, the key learnings are really that for an existing company uh, having a very good main business uh, to go for uh, new innovations and digital services is really a long-term commitment. You need to understand that uh, if you're lucky, you can maybe create something new, but I rather, uh, rather trust on, on uh, making a lot of work with good practices, and I believe that I will be luckier then. Uh, so it's a about long-term commitment. Anyhow, the practices uh, are different uh, in the H3 businesses, in the, in the new ventures, uh, comparing to H1 businesses, uh, which are the current businesses, even though we do a lot of new uh, crea business creation there as well, but it's totally different. And it, when it's new practices, it's a, about the new culture, and that will take time. So the long-term commitment is needed. Also, we found that even though we try to mix and match a bit people and, and uh, doings between the existing business and the new ventures, we need to have clearly own set of uh, practices and also somewhat 100% teams dedicated to the, to the new uh, businesses. And of course, it's important to engage top management uh, very much to this because uh, otherwise the existing H1 business will take over and will kind of kill the uh, new ventures. On the other hand, the people that you have in the company doing these uh, ventures, they are doing the most difficult job, they are also having the most risky job, so you have to have the top management support for them. But otherwise, of course, the top management with the H1 uh, you know, experience has to be also out of the way as much as possible, so it's a bit uh, balancing act, of course. Finally, uh, this is, uh, the, the, these are the main uh, learnings we have had, and of course, uh, we are just uh, we have got, just got started with by innovating, but our uh, mission is really and vision to be really uh, much bigger with the digital service businesses with the help of lean startup practices. Thank you.